So, Farris, welcome. How are you? Good. Yourself? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah good, right. good, good, good. Uh, yeah, just wanted to get a little bit more personal with you, really, and um, kind of share with the fans and people out there who are loving your music a little bit about your life and what you're doing. Um, yeah, yeah. If that's cool. Yeah. So, before you started music, like, it's obviously a fairly relative thing. Like, where, where, where was life before before music came in, especially kind of progressive and trancey stuff? And, like where did it where did it all start? Um, I I do you know what? I actually can't remember um, life before music. Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. It sounds like a bit of a cliche thing, but I actually can't. I was literally from the age of like nothing, like listening to CDs on my parents' like um, old school like yeah yeah high five stacks. yeah stacks yeah, things. Yeah. Um, and I actually like, I hold my hands up. I was never a vinyl kid, so I was never like dropping needles. So it was always straight into CDs. But that was from a very young age. And then like I think at around 10, 11, um, I started sort of getting into singing. I was a singer. Well, what kind of singing was that? Uh, like in like church choir. That oh, okay, nice. Which kind of which is weird because I think I can like in the stuff I do now, like there's still kind of like a classical. It's melodic, and that's classical music is obviously very melodic. Um, so so there's, no, there's no dodgy videos anywhere that we can... Probably, but they won't ever surface. <laughs> They're under lock and key. Um, so that was like 10, 11, uh, yeah, 13. I started studying music at school, did like my GCSE, which is like the um, qualifications we do here at like 16, and then went through to like A-level, my finals nice. um, in music, and then went to music college, studied classical music again. Um, and and actually, so what's weird is that like a lot of my mates who are into like progressive and dance music, like now they kind of say to me, "Oh, you're not. Or you, you don't remember like Tiesto when he was playing like trance back in the day, or you don't remember like when blah blah was playing that." And actually, it's kind of true because I kind of got into dance music when I was kind of like when I was a little younger, but then I had like had a break and got into classical, and then. Yeah, got into dance music when I was sort of like nineteen, twenty. Late 20. Yeah, I was like a late bloomer in terms of dance music. Because classical is not your obvious thing from a lot of young people, really. No, like, no, no, no. It was, it was more that I was just kind of in that world and just studying like academically studying music. Obviously, like classical is kind of what a lot of people focus do. on. Yeah, and uh, and I love and I do I still love it. I, I enjoy it and I take a lot of inspiration from it. And um, you know, I think there's just always been a recurrent theme in like music in my life that has been melodic yeah. and like classical music is, is, is melodic nine times out of ten. No you're right you can they definitely can relate to each other for sure. 100 percent yeah. Especially on the more trancey side of things as yeah. well it kind of has. And that's the thing of... you know I, I spent years like years like early like 18, 19, 20 like enjoying music like enjoying dance music but not really like honing in the sound that I was into and I never really knew what like progressive was or I knew what like trance was because that's really obvious like yeah. the old school trance was but like and it was. It took me a while to sort of hone in, hone in my sound, but like the, the melody's always been a feature of. If I listen to tracks I was listening to when I was eighteen, you can still hear they're all melodic. You yeah, know? amazing. Yeah. So do you think the the courses and all the education has helped to get where you are? Like, yeah. Because like, obviously people, I get messages all the time asking if they should go and do courses yeah. or blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I get the same thing. I, I think. Uh, it's definitely, as I always say, it's like the foundation of what I do. It's like yeah. the foundation of, um, yeah, all, like the basis of everything I start with. And actually, sometimes, like, I was chatting, I think I was chatting to another Zero Theory, I think it was Kappa when I was interviewing him for Real Pop Radio. He was saying sometimes if you're too strict with yourself, and because yeah. I'm quite, you know, I know how this moves and how that moves, and that's just like 
classically trained, it actually can hold you back a little bit as well. So I think it's like a bit of a balance between being able to play the piano and having like a good knowledge of like musical you the elements to work with, right? But if yeah. you're too like anal about how you move stuff around, then it's not going to help. And I, I am guilty of that sometimes. I, mean, I suppose it can't be helped though, really, can it? Yeah, yeah. I've just got to like take a step back basically and be like, okay, might not sound good in the classical environment, but here it works fine. You yeah, go yeah. out of the box basically. So you chose progressive, trancey sound, like. Is it was you know is that where you see yourself going? Do you know what I, I never I wouldn't say I chose it because it I just it. I just was always into it and and I and I can spot a chord progression that I like whether it's in a classical piece or even like when I was ten in a church choir or I'm out in a in a, in a rave in a field somewhere like these days you know, I can always spot that chord progression that I like or that melody yeah, yeah. that I like so I don't think it was like. Don't get me wrong I, I love the rhythm and the groove stuff I was a drummer at school as well so nice. I kind of do have that element and that side of things as well but it's just I'm just kind of addicted to the melody. Oh, that's, sweet. that's super cool. Like, um, so artists developing coming up through the ranks I'm sure you've struggled I'm sure you've kind of you know you have to pay your bills yeah you're still managing to do this as a full-time thing like how do you manage to get around not performing all the time or like, <laughs> what else are you doing apart from being various you know? So yeah, so I'm, I'm really lucky that I, you know, I, I um, when I graduated from music college, I literally just DJed and I DJed in every bar and every club like in London that I could and, and it wasn't a production thing. But then when I moved in, back into production and writing and that kind of stuff, um, I kind of fell into a lot of different worlds and as I think in this day and age, unless you're like in the top tier of dance music DJs, like all of us really have got to do something else to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, unless you're touring every single week, every single weekend, which I'm not, um, you know, it's a really tough market to crack. And I think there's no shame in doing other stuff at the same time because it is just, that's just the way dance music is. That's the way music is in general. Um, so I do a lot of different stuff. I do a lot of writing for um, like TV commercials, for radio. Yeah, amazing. For, um, I do a little bit of work for other DJs as well, mixing down, producing for other people and... Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Do you know, I got a really good piece of advice from, from uh, someone once who's like a bit of a legend of the industry. Um, and he was like, if you can make, if you can pay your bills and make your money from doing something connected to music, yep. then you're in the right place. Because otherwise, you know, if you're completely switching off and going to a job where, you know, it, it, it's nothing to do with music, if you're just crunching numbers and you hate it, like it's not going to be the best. Creativity. Creativity, yeah. do you know what I mean? You know, and, and you know, doing what I do, I've met so many different people in different walks of, of music, not just dance music, but diff different parts of music in the industry that yeah. sometimes connecting those dots are really helpful. 100%. So like, you know, getting into, you know, doing radio jingles and things like that, I mean, how, how, how would something just, just someone even get started with something like that? Yeah, obviously that's people who yeah, you know. It's, um, yeah, but, I mean, it, yeah. It's difficult because I'm like, I'm very lucky that I live in London and it's a hub of music and yeah. I've met many th people through the studio that I work in. Um, I got into that studio by literally um, assisting a, a, another producer and then kind of just took, took my own thing, started doing stuff with my own clients, just meeting other people and yeah. suddenly someone calls you up and is like, oh, we need this bit of music for this like Instagram advert, can you do can it? You and then you do that and then if it's good, then you know someone else is calling you up for something else and yeah and do you know what I always think like every every year I'm like it's probably the last year it's probably all going to dry up like it will all, it will all go it never does. under but I've been doing it for nearly 10 years it's so, amazing yeah so you're saying 
obviously the importance of networking, getting out there, meeting new people. Yeah. You never yeah. know what can happen down the line you know, in that way. So. But I mean, I'm sure you'll agree with me, like we've all met people who are amazing at networking, but not very good at producing a product. So True. I think um, it's a mixture of both. Um, I'm quite lucky that I'm all right with people um, and I'm all right at what I do in terms of behind a computer. So it's a kind of perfect, kind of, perfect, so, perfect kind of, well, storm. So, so far it's working out, but you know, never say never. Well, no, this good. No, it's just nice to understand how some some people keep things going when you know when music doesn't take over the complete life as yeah, an artist. So, yeah, yeah. And you know, you're still building that, but you're building it very nicely at the moment. And I have to say, it's like you know, everyone's got a dream of 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 touring every every weekend and, and playing their own music, which I do. But um, having like an outlet to do something else. I'm a musician first. I studied classical music, as I said. So having an outlet to do something else in a different sort of part of music is very um, refreshing. Yeah. It's not all dance music every single day, 24-7. No, I think that, you know, that's, that's one of the most important things, that, you know, with music in general is you can go through different pieces of music, different yeah. genres and, and enjoy it. And, you know, when, I, when I'm going through the label here and listening to some, you know, demos coming through, it's, it's, I've had enough of listening to progressive sometimes, you know, and I, I turn on pop music, I turn on... Yeah. Other, other, other drum and bass, all kinds Techno, of yeah. Stuff. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it's so nice to kind of just get out of that headspace. I think it's the same as an artist. Yeah. You need to get out of whatever you're doing day in, day out to kind of kind of keep that fresh. And also, you know, I, there are some things that I hear in different parts of music that I go, God, imagine if I took that and I did that with it and a Farius mm. record, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's where the, the skill of being a producer, kind of not just not a dance, not a DJ, but a, a music producer yeah. comes in because you can you can take elements and, and make them work. No, interesting. So another topic that's kind of very much in the limelight at the moment, mental, you know, mental awareness and mental health. Yeah. Um, a lot of people having issues and you know specifically on touring and. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you? Has any of that ever kind of come across you? Have you? Have you? You know? Have you had any issues with that or? I think, do you know what, it's, it is a, um, it's a really lonely life. Yeah. If you do it, you know, I, I often sit in a room by myself underground with no windows. No aircon. Uh, with no aircon <laughs> for, for like, for 10 hours a day. Yeah. Yep. And it can literally start messing with your head because, yep. um, you know, also the other thing as well is in this job, you've got to be so driven and so like passionate and you've got to have such a clear idea of what you want that nothing really gets in the way. And, and it can, you know, it can compromise other bits of your life. And I think unless you take a step away, it took me a long time to take a step away from it and integrate yourself into other things in life, then you can sort of get like really narrowed down. And that, I think that is where sort of mental health, um, which is a wider, I think it's a wider thing in society generally that we need to talk about more. But particularly in our industry, you know, take that, couple it with, you know, the party lifestyle of drink and the rest of it, you know, and you're on this constant euphoria trip of like making people happy and it's like adrenaline, adrenaline, yep. endorphins, endorphins and, you know, like serotonin pumping around. Like ultimately there is going to be like a bit. Of course there is a big like, downfall. A big downfall because yeah. like we're not designed as humans to be that happy and have that euphoria like all the time. So I think it's about finding the balance. And also I think it's um, about like not having shame about talking about these things, about being able to say, actually, do you know what I don't, actually I'm not really feeling it right now. I'm not, I don't feel that good. And actually talking to people because I think um, there's no shame even as a, you know, there's this always that old thing of like men are men and then we don't talk about it. And dance music is very male dominated, but actually 
hopefully I think things are changing and people have started to talk about it. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting. It's um, you know I, I touched on it with with Tim before Tim Mason and he's you know he he struggled for quite a bit and quite open about it now and um, it's just interesting to see how people deal with things differently and yeah. Um, I think you're really good in terms of getting out there and you know if you've had a you know if you need a break out this year you're going to play football you're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing stuff like it is it's, it's about escaping and it's about you know being able to yeah it's clear, your brain, a clear your brain and yeah. escape and something else because when your life for me my life is my career my work music is my life I do it every single day yeah and the chance I get on a Saturday afternoon to go out and play football with my mates, I am completely like yeah. away. You know, sport is something that you can just dive. But that's for me. That's what it is. You know, I get into sport and that's my release. Um, so, what is it football? You're focused. Like, what else? Are you play foot, uh, football. I used to swim a little bit. Um, nice. Gym. I don't really like the gym, but I go to keep fit. Um, and Me's yeah, nice. just like. Just get out and just that's just for me it's it's you know fitness keeps me really lot like happy and what they say like healthy mind healthy body well, you know healthy it, body healthy mind you it, know it, it, you know it gives you energy your brain your brain and your body you know yeah. it doesn't yeah. just it does a few things it does and it's escapism you know it's like an escape into a different world and it's so important and i think when you're an artist and you're trying to make it i think you can get so like bogged down in in like oh, I, I, I've got to be here, I've got to make this record work, I've got to be here and until I get this record signed, then actually, like, that's really um, not productive. I no, of course think. it's not. No, interesting, man. So, um, Pride events and stuff, you're heavily involved on that side of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing Pride stuff um, for a long time. Um, it's been a... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know. I think, as we were talking about mental health, I think there's a lot of things now where life is... Try we're trying to get more diversity in life generally yep. um, as a society and um, yeah no it's it's been yeah it's really fun do you think the uh, the the kind of awareness and the, and the events are getting bigger and bigger because I I notice it myself on social media and yeah things are you know ramping and ramping and yeah. ramping up like in you so know, many different countries I mean Apple Music doing these you know specific mix pride mixes yeah um, it was it was great so me and Jimbo JTech played yeah. at World Pride in New York which is really really good fun we played at a a party that coincided that weekend with it and it was you know I think dance music was born in a in, it was born in in gay clubs in Chicago house music was you know and that's where we all stem from so I think it's like it's uh, not almost a disservice but like it's important to remember where we all where it all started where it came from I mean I've always been pretty open about who I am but I've never sort of let it uh, dominate my music life Interesting, you yeah. know music's always been more important than me and I've always um, really enjoy putting the music out as opposed to putting myself out, you know, and people enjoy my music as opposed to enjoy who I am, I think. Well, I try, I try to anyway, and um, yeah, you know, playing in New York with, with JTEC was like a really, kind of a really good example of how we can all enjoy dance music and all be different people under the but same roof. United as well. Yeah, and just, and just, you know, we're all here to, for the same reason, to party, and it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like really? or, or, or what you're into, you know, we're all there for the same reason. Yeah, no, amazing. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on it because I think, you know, you're doing some amazing things with that and, I, you know, again, go back to your Instagram, not that I'm stalking you much, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see, it just, everything looks, just looks super fun when you're doing those kind of things. Yeah, and, um, you know, there, there's like, um, as I said earlier, like, dance music is very male, very white and very straight and I think yep. it's important to like keep it all in perspective that you know there's a very big world there's, a, wider, right? there's yeah. a lot of people listening to dance music and I think it can be difficult to try and 
get into that world if you don't feel comfortable in that world. Yeah. You know? And on that, yeah, I mean, I do, I do think dance music is changing in terms of gender and, you know, yeah. uh, you know there are more female talent coming through. I'd love to yeah. see more and progressive. Yeah, me, um, too, me met, too. You know, maybe it's, you know, it's something that we can focus on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to see there's, you know, a, a, a small turning of the ship happening. Because it's got to, like, dance music has got to reflect, you know, we all go to party, like, it's got to reflect society, you know, we've, we've got to integrate and make sure that we're all happy together, because that's, that's when, I think that's when we enjoy partying the most, right? Yeah, like, yeah. when you're surrounded with like-minded people, like-minded people yeah. who are all, you know, and I have to say, like, the music that we do, the, 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 the progressive and the trancier stuff, like, Nine times out of ten, all the parties I play, everyone's very happy. Like yeah, of course. no one getting into fights, like in the corners. There's like, nothing to it. No, there's nothing to be upset about. It really is there. You know, when when you know if you're having a good time with your mates, then you know it doesn't matter who anybody is around you. You should just be able to enjoy it. I yeah, think, exactly. I yeah. Well, I think that's what's good about the you know melodic music in general is you know it brings us such a, a happy vibe. Yeah. Um, you know, so, some genres. No, it's a bad thing. You know, very very dark, very underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got their, it's got its place for yeah. sure. I mean, I, I, I love techno and you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. Part, part of my life as well. But I think melodic just definitely brings a certain magic to any kind of party. Yeah. Right? So it's, um, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. it's a bit magical, but yeah. um, I'm going to move on anyway. So just come back from Untold in Romania. Yeah, yeah. Well done. That was it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. So it's, it's great. I mean, it's an amazing festival. You know, Romania is an incredible country that's like, um, you know, really embracing dance music, and yeah, it's you know, it's a huge festival in sort of a park with like around a football stadium where the main acts are, but then there are stages like in forests and like in the park, and there's food, there's a family vibe because it runs like all day and then all night, so yeah, the nice. family's there like all day. It's like a kids area, and then like after like I think it was like Robbie Williams was on, then Martin Garrix, David Guetta. When they finished, then like you know you had like Martinez brothers like in, a, in Seth Troxler, and, yeah, nice. um, and some yeah. There's just a complete variation, and I think the nice thing is like Tomorrowland, which is huge, and people are going from stage to stage, but it might take you like twenty minutes to walk from there to there. Like if you want to change the music, it's a bit more doable. You can be somewhere else at a drum and bass, you know, stage or a, a prog stage, and you know five minutes yeah, so, yeah, yeah no, it, was, it was it was good and um, it was mad but it was yeah it was great and I mean you know when you're starting to start playing these big really big events you know New York Untold like all these festivals that are coming up must that must be a real sign that your music's starting to really pay off you know like your hard work's really kicking yeah. in but I think um, that's like, I think that's the aim for any up-and-coming artist you know I always dreamt of touring and playing my music to people who want to hear it yeah. and I have to remind myself there's a you know there's a, a quote somewhere it's like you know always just be grateful and remember what you wanted and be grateful that you've got it you know because and I think I'm such an ambitious person I'm so driven to like wanting to get on the next, next rung of the ladder the next ladder the next bit the next bit further up that it's easy to forget like that was what I wanted when I started making music as various I wanted to be playing my music in, in the States. So yeah. I wanted to be playing at a festival in Romania and I'm doing it now. So yeah, no, it's it's um, all those sort of like going to the studio at 8pm on a Friday night when all your mates are going out and like sitting there by like, on my own until like 3am like working on a new track, like that's when it pays off. When you're actually looking at a, 
you know, 100%. A, a big crowd of people who know how the melody goes in your record or the, the lyrics in your record. It's, it's, it is, it's incredible. It's, there's no real feeling to describe it. Like, there's no way to describe it. That I mean, playing, playing your own track to a crowd like that, it must be, that must be the winner. Like, I mean, playing the, playing the actual event, okay, cool. But yeah. playing your records out there as well is, is just the, the icing on the cake, I have to tell you. It, it, it genuinely is a, um, as I say, as I say like a feeling that you, like, I can't really describe. It, yeah. It's um, everything I always wanted to do. So well, I'm, I'm sure very lucky that people still want me to do it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's just, honestly, it's just the start, you know. So there's going to be plenty more there, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, especially with the output that you've got coming up. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be very exciting. Yeah. Um, so, face of Real Prog and the, and the label and, uh, and the radio show. Um, yeah, massive thanks for doing, for doing that with us uh, on a weekly basis. Um, so we, yeah, I mean, we choose the choose the music together on a weekly basis. I think yeah. it works really well. A bit of a blend of styles there, and uh, I think you know it's a very real cross genre of music, really. You know, from house to techno to progressive. Um, I think that's what makes you know the, 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 the show quite special in terms of what else, you know, other things that yeah, are out there. Yeah. We're like supporting other labels and you know working with other labels and trying to kind of. You know, cross promote essentially. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's important that labels help each other, and because um, it's it's a small it's a small industry. Everyone yeah. does know each other, and it's yeah, uh, yeah, we're all after the same thing at the end of the day. So, it's, I mean, what do you think? How, what do you think in terms of promotion and labels helping each other, and the importance of that? And I think it's even just, artists helping each other out at the same time. I think, it? like as you say, it's like a um, it's a small industry. Um, it's a small industry in the first place. The corner that we're in is tiny. Yeah. Really. Do you know what I mean? Comparatively to everything else that's going on, like yeah, true. My mates who are, I love them dearly, but if they're not in music, they kind of go, "What do you do?" Like we haven't heard of you. Of like, course. Who's, what's this barrier thing? <laughs> like, what do you do? That right? must be the majority of people, though, right? Because yeah. I, I find when I when I go out and meet people, and a lot of people just are not in that section. So yeah. So so I think with that in mind, I think it's really important that we. We work together. I think um, artists, particularly working together. I think, you know, I think I always hope, wh wh whatever I do, wherever I go, that I'll always remain sort of humble and remember. You know, when I get messages from people being like, "Love this, we love that," I'm all I love getting them. You know, you and know. I think it's it, it's very important that artists sort of like remember where they came from and keep working alongside each other and. There are a lot of us out there and there are a lot of us trying to break through and I'm sure people have anxiety right at the top about falling off that platform and stuff. But ultimately, if we work together, as you say, the industry's small, um, yeah. we should be all right. Yeah, no, fair. Well, yeah, obviously, lots of good stuff coming from radio. Um, we've got a very special 50th edition coming up. We do. Um, which will, yeah, there'll be lots more about that soon. And, and do you know what? I mean, it's amazing that I still really, I love people sending me music and stuff. There's, there's stuff on there that gets in the show that isn't really out there other other places and I think what makes Real Prog Radio special is that we have found a sound that works you know it's, we've got our own sound in there so if, if, if you reckon you've got a record that w would work on it then please send it to me and 100%. I still have to pinch myself when people go oh my god Farris paid my record on Real Prog Radio I'm like Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, people are enjoying it, which is which is great. No, and that's and that's the main thing, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, so the reason we got you down here as well to celebrate Make This Last coming, uh, yeah, 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 which, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, which is out now, and um, yeah, what a great record! What a great record! Thanks. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really nice to see like your sound. So it's, it's, I mean, I think it's a slightly different sounding record for you, but still got the main yeah. elements of a Farius record at the same time. It's kind of 
a bit of a hybrid record for me. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It's, it's been really interesting to explore. I mean, it's, it's weird calling it a different sound because it still very much feels like a, a record that yeah, I have course. produced and it sits alongside my other stuff. Yeah, you nicely, know. yeah. But um, you know what? There are, there are only so many times you can sit down in a studio and write the same record, you know? Sometimes yeah. you just want to just experiment and shake things up. Maybe don't use a piano in this record and yep. use something else. Maybe don't use, like, like when I was doing 11th hour, like the cowbell, that was the main thing. Like, that was the element straight through it. Like, it's all about trying different things. That record actually started, I think there's like six different, like, original versions of that record, yep. um, all sounding very different. But I sat in an LA studio with Sammy from Andretta, played him all the ones. He was like, how did that, how did it go from that <laughs> to that? Um, but that's often the best way that, you know, these records come about. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, I'm really enjoying it and I've got some really good feedback off it as well. It's, it's also nice to show that um, you're not like a, just a, a, a one-trick poet. Of course, poem, I think that's the most I mean. important thing. You can show diversity in the way you can produce and the sound you can produce. And yeah, of course, some people are like, oh, you know, it doesn't sound anything like your last record, but like, I think that's the fun of it. And I think if and when one day an album comes about, it'll be nice to showcase a lot of different sounds. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, there's a lot of intricate synth work in there, and you know, a lot of a lot of really, really cool effects and stuff. Yeah. I think it's um, yeah, something a little bit different. Yeah, well, um, and I'm hoping to get a video up to sort of show people inside the project a little bit and um, just solo a few parts and sort of show you know how 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 I got to from from A to B. Yeah, I think that's, they're always useful. Not, I mean, they're not interesting for everyone, of course. Yeah. So apologies if you're not into that. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's good to understand sometimes some of the tricks that are you used on these records because yeah. a lot of a lot of the Zero Free fans are producers. Yeah. You know, and get so many messages from you yeah. know people who are loving the label that also making music. So. I think, yeah, it just helps them progress with their sounds as well, even if you can share a few tips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You don't sure, want to absolutely. reveal everything. No, 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 no. I'm, um, I mean, I'm an open book. It's nice It's nice to do that. Yeah. Um, so, and we have a Fredrik and Kuss remix on, on the record as well, absolutely which banging. Um, yeah. are a couple of great friends of, uh, of Adam's. Um, yeah. Amazing. It's good to have a totally different sound on the label as well, I think. As we were talking about this earlier, um, remixes are so, so, so important. I think you create a different sound with them yeah. rather yeah. than bringing just another variation of, a, of the same record. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think, and also it's really interesting to have a different genre remix to what I've, I've produced as well, you know, to have, um, yeah, largely like a tech house sound. It's interesting to see what they did and what they took and, and how, they, how they made it into yeah. something completely different. Like it's, it, and it's kind of, it's really interesting because when you produce a record and someone works with your sounds, it's, it's like, wow, you know, it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice feeling, it's a nice experience. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Well, yeah, as I say, Make This Last is out now on Zero Free. Um, Faris has got a really cool DJ mix coming exclusively on Apple Music as well to support yeah. the release. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's probably about all. Thanks for having me. It's, it's good just to kind of uh, have a little natter, yeah, let people know a little bit more about you and yeah. more information coming on Real Prog Radio 50 very soon.